Hello and welcome to season two of Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Rayo Bell. And today's guest, guys, well, he is the star of his own former Comedy Central show called Con. He was in the movie Waiting as one of the cooks with Dane Cook and Louise Guzman. And he played Cousin Mike on Raising Hope and starred in Hostel 3. Guys! It's Skylar Stone back for a second time with special guest Todd. Oh gosh, love Todd. Love Todd. And their guilty pleasure, guys. It was Coldplay. I wasn't super vocal in this because, gotta be honest, guys, don't know much about Coldplay, but Skylar and Todd do. And it was such a great episode. We think you will really like it. Yes. If you'd like to reach us, you could always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Instagram, preferably Instagram, at Guilty Pleasure Podcast. But more importantly, guys, if you like what you are listening to, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave me and Amanda a five star review. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. better than kids yeah i did a mic right? check and i basically said i like cold play i like spaghetti bill murray and my kids in that order yeah what, what kind of spaghetti it, it doesn't matter if you've got noodles and you've got red sauce then i'm your guy great nice you know? nice gravy nice sensible Italian i've never gravy. understood how people are like oh i prefer and then they talk they'll show me a noodle they like i'm like how's that any different than penne and like oh it doesn't have the ridges i'm like it's a fucking circle it's, noodle you they all taste the same they all of course they do. They um, all taste like I'm, pasta. I'm gonna take uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna disagree with you guys on that i think it's a different texture and a different the shapes offer different textures who's listening ways. right now that you're trying to impress you're dating someone aren't pasta. you he's, and he's a big pasta guy he's, he's really and you're doing this because <laughs> i uh, yes i've reintegrated into the dating scene and i'm only dating italians that's what i'm who doing make here. their own pasta who make their own pasta and I'm trying to, vary it well you actually know? there's different types of ravioli and gnocchi but i won't get in that i won't get into that right now. so you're like vincent if you're out there and listening um, i really like angel hair My. actually uh, an italian one's angel that's probably a real american what is angel hair actually called i don't know i'm not actually that. dating an italian okay, man i don't know you just ruined everything for me because i just i saw <laughs> like a little guy waiting for at home he's just like just, hey, flipping, just flipping a pizza <laughs> fucking making meatballs i'm like i'm vegan he's like oh no oh no you're not <laughs> how are we gonna do work? this that's um, a romantic comedy waiting to happen. Know, let's write it, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast. Kyla. Thank you. Yeah, you're so psyched to have you back. You're I, when I just got back here. I with the first time when I did it, I had just gotten back from rehab. If you remember, yes. So I remember. this was like a it was a really big deal to me that you asked me to do something fun because I was in a really dark place. So Aww. I really think I brought a lot of energy because I was like, I'm just glad to not be at an AA meeting right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm glad to not be doing steps where I talk about all the bad things I've done in my life. It's like, I have a microphone. I <laughs> yeah. love this. Yeah. 
Dude, I, well, we're happy that we could have done that for you. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. It's I okay. remember the, the story that you told about the ayahuasca stuff, and that's why I was like, I want to have this guy on our podcast. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. Just telling you guys, just, and you guys were, you guys seem genuinely interested in it. Have you done it, by the way, since then? No, I haven't, but I may or may not be talking to a couple shamans at the moment. So, okay, so we're dating Italians, shamans, shamans. any other Hollywood yeah. guy cliche <laughs> datings? Uh, like a masseuse is also into me right now. Uh, oh, I am. Uh, there is a bohemian man who's very interested in me at the moment. A really? bohemian, a bohemian man. My neighbor. He's very who definitely bohemian. I don't think listens to the podcast, but no, uh, I would but say he's very bohemian. If he's bohemian, he just he's never listened to one podcast ever. No, no he wouldn't know what that is even. He only listens to seventies uh, too... music from Ethiopia. That's not a bit. That's a fact. And he's too busy basket real. weaving. So he's like he's got a lot of. He's like yeah, I'm weaving baskets. What are you gonna do with them? I don't know yet. I'm just gonna make know. like. 30,000 of them and see what happens. Take them to Melrose Training Post and then, you know. <laughs> a bohemian would go to a training post. Who yes. else would go to a training post? Um, Amanda, obviously, by the decor in her. Yes. She has a fucking piano in here, for Christ's sake. I got a piano. She does. Do you play it? I, uh, a little. So, but so not far, a you have a France poster. I go, you've been I, there, you're like, nope. Nope. You got a piano, you don't play it. No. Nope. This TV doesn't work, does it? No, it doesn't. The couch is, you know. <laughs> but the <laughs> picture of Mick Jagger, Mick Jagger is her cousin. We're related. Wait, are you being serious? No. Oh my god! <laughs> Look how excited I got. No, you did. That would be so cool. Yeah, that'd be that's a like how I would introduce myself. I'd be like, "I'm Mick Jagger's I my wouldn't cousin." Even, you'd actually be a curse. You'd never be successful because no, you would always be like, you? at the end of the day, Mick Jagger's my cousin. I'm doing okay. Yeah. yeah. And you'd never have any. Yeah, you wouldn't even go. For I wouldn't anything. have any drive. That no. would be my thing. That, that would be my party. You would track. have it on business cards. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Mick Jagger's cousin. Not even my name. Your agent Just, would call and say you're not in the mix. They're not. It's not going further. You're like that's fine. Mick Jagger's my cousin, so I'll make it happen. Not a big deal that I'm not on. This is us, the whatever. biggest show on television. Yeah, um, but we're not here to talk about this is us or Mick Jagger's relatives. No, we are here to talk about. I'm a, do it. Do, do it. it. Is is this a safe space? This yeah, is a, it's a very it's the safe safest. Space. There's twinkly lights here for Christmas. I turned on the Christmas lights and everything. I'm 39 years old. I'm a heterosexual male. Um, I'm white. (laughs) We're not very popular right now. Um, (laughs) I uh, so this is really hard. It's doubly hard because we're just not very popular. So I don't want to make any wrong moves. Um, I have a confession to make about the gentleman sitting next to me. Is it okay that I make mention that he's here right now? Yes, of course. There's a guy named Todd Dorham. He's a comedian next to me. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. we told you a lie. Can I can I tell you the lie we told you? Yes. Oh my God, what? This is a guilty pleasure podcast first. I've done my research. I don't think anyone's had to do this yet. Okay. I am so ashamed of my guilty pleasure that I brought back up. You brought back up? Todd, I told you, you we here? had a meeting after this at a show. That is false. You're I, just here? I was afraid to say that I love what I'm about to say that I love without another man <laughs> getting my back and holding me through this. Can I just welcome Todd Dorm real quick? Yes, Todd, you can. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Dorm. I'm here to support Skyler. I'm here to support this podcast. And if you come at him for his guilty pleasure, you're coming at me as well. I have to say, it's really sweet that while you're saying this, you're also cradling Skyler like a little baby. That's right. It's very sweet. We're very close. It's cute. And, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because, you Do know, it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not scared. <laughs> I fucking love Coldplay. Yeah. Yes. You do. Yes, you do. And you know, about 15 other people thought to themselves, me too. <laughs> me too. And me two too. of those people got scared when they said me too because they're guilty of sex crimes. There you go. So yeah. it's very so, awkward. Yeah. It's very weird out there right Ooh. now. We don't. <laughs> um, so I love Coldplay uh, for the simple fact that, uh, you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be a jovial band singing about love and connection. 
all right? And just have your, your song soar through the air. Soaring. Like Completely angels. just winged. Angels with wings. Love it. And and also to be a band that uh, doesn't have drug problems, divorce problems, stays married for the most part, never breaks up, never does reunion tours because they love what they do and they don't hate themselves. There you go. I love that. That's how deep you dig is the fact that like their self-confidence. I've done like, a lot of work on they myself. They love so. themselves. They've done a lot of personal work, yeah. you know, on themselves and who they are as men. They're, they're killing it. They are killing it. However, um, they the music. have been. <laughs> that music on the However, other hand. the music. No, I really don't have any, um, I don't really have any knowledge of Coldplay. They, I, they've always existed in the background, but I haven't necessarily engaged with them. I have mm-hmm. noticed though that over the years, there has been a bit of a negative connotation coming in with the band. And I don't know why that is. Well, let's it, talk yeah. about it. Let's yeah. do it. So if you're a tank top wearing <laughs> bro in Santa Monica and you're at the bungalow drinking an IPA, and some guy hops on the jukebox and throws a little play on there, he's going to look at you like you're gay, you know? (laughs) And it's like, oh, no, sir, you're the one who's not emotionally present enough to enjoy Yellow, to enjoy the Parachutes album. Who's got the problem here? Parachutes is an excellent album, you guys. It's fantastic. Well, it's the first album, right? So when was when did you guys? I mean, I I'm fully in support of this guilty pleasure, and yeah. both of you being as passionate as you are. Yeah. When was the first time you were introduced to the band? Um, I just moved. Here. See, that's, I'm glad you asked that question because they're one of those bands where every album has literally come out during a major event in my life. Oh, wow. So they yeah. just, they follow the stone timeline, okay? <laughs> they know. Yeah, they know. They, like, <laughs> they I, I'm pretty you. sure they're not real and they're in my head. Anyway, <laughs> um, so um, basically the first album, Parachutes, comes out in 2000. That's when Daddy moved here. So I move here, album comes out. When I hear that album, I literally think about, I mean, I used to go to bars by myself. I didn't know anybody. I would literally just show up at a bar like, hey guys, who wants to hang out? You know, like, yeah. nobody, cool. Just going to listen to some Coldplay in my car. <laughs> like, <you laughs> and so, like, like, the first album reminds me of, like, open mics and, like, not knowing anybody, not making rent on time, stealing groceries from Ralph's, you know, shit like that, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. You, you, when you first move, you know, fucking sure. your neighbor and, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyone ever fuck their neighbor? Uh, I passed on it really passed. wait we're talking about bohemian dude yeah i passed on it well he asked well we didn't we didn't get to that does he smell like hummus no no no. he's very attractive yeah, all the time even yeah. after the like, showers it's so weird thing. very he puts hummus behind his ear yeah. like, well, you know. no very attractive he just i i i know i'm a 28 year old woman and i recognize that that was a dangerous move to make but gotcha. he also said it would be hilarious so i'm not saying to do it but also i'm like listen if you get a you know if you get some stories get some that's stories nice. make it for a good a few sitcom. jokes yeah i mean whatever so you're just you're a pragmatic you're a practical person i listen you think I, ahead. Th- this time last year i was engaged i'm not engaged now i've, okay. been, I've been through it i got right. engaged at burning man that's right. Yes. That's, I, I listen, I, I know that was like very recent after I think you'd come on. Yeah. yeah or you, but, before maybe. But you were talking about going on Burning going to Burning Man, I think, or something like that. I don't know. I think I met you while I was engaged. Oh, okay. Because we've only been doing the podcast for a year and a half and we I could was... do we could do some research. I'm not going to, I'm... but we could. <laughs> we could figure I'm this out. I'm never gonna look but, it up. I'm know, gonna pretend like I'm gonna let you know yeah. and then I'm never gonna I'm never get gonna back let to you know. Never yeah. gonna text you back um, about that. Too busy. <laughs> the whole point of the matter is is I I've I I've been around the block i know what i'm getting into and i recognize that as a situation that wouldn't necessarily end in a good way because i really like my apartment no i understand that see i wasn't that guy and i was living in culver city at the time rocking my cold play chick wanted the bone skis and so we did and it wasn't even that she got jealous of other girls 
she thought it was weird. She got so weird, like she was downstairs by the mailbox mm -hmm. and I would get my mail. And this is before texting, right? So like you, you call someone and you knock on the door, right? A crazy idea, right? And so I'd go down and get the mail. I'd go upstairs and I'd get a phone call. She's like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what's going on? She'd be like, you just got the mail. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you couldn't, you couldn't like knock on, you couldn't say hi. <gasps> and I was just like, oh, oh I'm, I'm so sorry. Like just because we oh. had, you know, consensual sex, that doesn't mean like, you know, anytime I'm within a 10 feet radius of you, I've got to be like, hey, how are you? Hey, like, by the way. You know, that's see, intense. That's the shit that I that's It wasn't why. that good either. So. Uh, I mean, if it was great, I'd be like, hey, hey what's up? Yeah, like, you know, knock, yeah right. You'd be like, I'm knocking on that door all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, too. Your neighbor is literally across. Across. So, the like, hall. door to door. <laughs> Your eyes yeah. just got like, Boo. yeah. Yeah, no. I was like, nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Not interested it's, in moving. I've had seven addresses in six years. Not interested in moving. By the way, you know what? Can I just point out a difference between men and women? Like, you know, you didn't really turn down an opportunity to have sex because guys will always have sex. Guys are the only people that turn down an opportunity to have sex. Does that make sense? I want you to keep, keep going. going okay. With this. <laughs> no, I don't mean this. I'm in intrigued. I, you piqued my hear interest. Me out. Like you're like I, I turned out an opportunity to have sex. Well, it's a guy. Like he wants to have like like yes, he wants to have sex. But like a guy is like if a guy ever says no, it's like oh man, like you could have. Is this making sense or not? I'm trying to make this make not, sense. I, not really, because I I guess I didn't. Wait, really... do we not turn down? So, oh wait. You, okay, of course you can turn down sex. You're, yes. you're a person and that's, yes. you know, what I'm saying is like, like guys, you know, they're the only one. I, I, this isn't coming out right. It's okay. It's okay. Don't Try worry about it. Try and keep the it. mic more like this. Oh, like this. Okay. Yeah, perfect. No. <laughs> feel like you're doing a parade or you're going to be no, I, a I feel like I have to be. <laughs> right, I'm holding the mic up. Woo. Now I feel like I'm KRS1. They're having me hold the mic at like a 45 degree angle. Um, <laughs> you look good. It's no. Good. Um, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Um. Help me out. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I, I'm jumping into a hot <laughs> cauldron right now. <laughs> but you're doing so good. There are are you two glad young you ladies across from me, and I have to explain what Skylar just brought up. I think you meant because, uh, gosh, Guys. intercourse, like, um, <laughs> in, you you you're, you're like, this isn't a seventh grade, like, a fourth grader didn't just say what's sex and you're like ah <laughs> two men and women uh, uh. i feel like i'm in a health class right now so, it's great i've got to clean up the thoughts of a guy who went to mexico to detox with ayahuasca and i'm just not <laughs> i'm not gonna do that sure that's I'm fair i'm saying when you say i turned down the opportunity to have sex like i guess i guess you did turn it down my point is like the only people where it's ever like, I mean, women turn down sex all the time, I guess is what I'm saying. Like uh, when a guy says, oh my God, I could have sex and I didn't do it. That's like, that's news because it's like, holy shit, a guy said no to sex. You're saying a guy will almost always say yes to sex regardless of consequences because that's the way yes. they think. Yeah. Whereas women are like, mm, yeah, you know what? Yeah. There. Yes. You killed it, Jack. <laughs> you Look did it. But Look I just want to say but it yes, was funny I, I to have two women's eyes go, what are you saying? <laughs> and then Todd get nervous to even touch it. Yeah, and then what do you course. go? Oh, he's not saying something that bad. No, no, he's, oh, no, 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 he's no, no, good. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Man, no, no, we no, thought we were getting to know Skylar real quick. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, sir, leave this mid-century apartment uh, yeah. Yeah. right now. Yes. Um, so, needless to say, you're with neighbor lady. Parachutes, parachutes is out. Parachutes is out. Let's get back on track here. <laughs> and that album, it also, like, I almost left. I, um, about a year in, I got so rampantly depressed. My, 
bipolar and addiction was through the roof. I was an untreated alcoholic. I didn't even know what an alcoholic was. At that age, I thought an alcoholic was, when I was really young, it's very dangerous what you tell kids because yes. if you say it wrong, you, uh, you could grow up thinking something is something that it's not. Mm-hmm. I was told at a young age, hey, uh, your great uncle Bob died. It was my uh, grandpa's brother. And I go, oh, how did, grand- how, did, how did Uncle Bob die? And they go, well, you know, he died because he drank too much. He, he drank, he over, you know, he, alcohol poisoning. And that's, that's, that's an alcoholic. Alcoholics, you know, die of alcohol poisoning. Now, they weren't saying that's solely what an alcoholic is. But when I was a kid, I thought, oh, so you're never an alcoholic until you actually die from alcohol. Does that make sense? Yeah. Totally. So I grew up, like, even when I see people at A meetings, I thought they were there dealing with someone that died from alcohol. I didn't really understand they were there to work on themselves when I'd see it in a movie. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. And so I was, my shit was bad. It was so bad. And I go home to Missouri and I visit my grandma who lived out here uh, 20 years before me. Um, tried to become a writer, did some stuff with like Robert Altman and Mary Tyler Moore and really had like a, a shot, but she got a huge car accident over sunset hits the 405 and she got flung from her car, couldn't hear or walk the rest of her life. It was oh awful, my God. terrible. Oh my God. And so she, you know, she became, you know, um, handicapped for lack of a better term and, you know, came back home to Missouri. So I go home to Missouri and she was hilarious. Dude, she was a firecracker. Like when she would talk, like, cause she can't hear her voice. And, and you know, when you become deaf, you often have, you get a very interesting voice. And her voice was like this. She sounded like a smoker. And when she laughed, she went, ah, ah. And so I came home and I go, I go, um, Patsy, I call her Patsy. That's her name. And um, <laughs> it's nice that you called it that. Well, a lot of people didn't call their grandma by their name. Yeah. That's why I just pointed that out. Like, hey, sure. Betty. Like, you know. And so I'm like, uh, I'm like, Patsy, I'm, I'm, I, I can't take it. Like, everybody's mean. Everybody's fake. Um, everything's so expensive. I have no money. I'm broke. I'm depressed. I'm drinking every night. And she literally looked at me in the eyes. She goes, Don't let the bastards wear you down. That's, I love that was her Patsy. advice. And I'm like, That is the best fucking advice I've ever heard. Jump back, came home created my Comedy Central show, and then when I created that, the second album came out, um, A Rush of Blood to the Head, yes. right? So it almost, yes. the title was also like, all right, daddy's got a new fucking groove. Yeah, so back. I sell the show, and the, the fucking albums come out. Like, Clocks was my fucking wake-up song for I don't know how long. I, at 5.30 in the morning, it would go, I would jump up, start dancing. Like, fucking. I love the movie of your life right yeah. now where yeah. you like wake up and you're like, oh, I stretch and get out. Spread it and did yeah. it and flew, get you're it and did it and You're pouring coffee that you made the night before, like you yeah. said it, you're so it, committed, There's a dirty condom. Put it in the trash can, yeah, you were safe with sex, yeah, but <laughs> Knock on your neighbor's door. So, so, uh, uh, rush of blood to the head comes out. Yep. All. What are some other songs that really got you going that were, were happening at that time? Because I know that song. I feel like there are so many songs, and there's. It was one of their. I guess the second album really is more energetic than the first. The first one yep. goes very much within the theme of your first year yep. uh, stealing from Ralph's is just spies like, was great. That's on spies. Yeah. Um, green eyes was really good. Oh no. Green eyes soft Russia bloodhead, but, um, uh, on Russia, the blood to the head, uh, green eyes is, I mean, that's a beautiful song. It gets beautiful. How does it go? 
because I don't know. Green eyes, you're the one that I wanted to find. And anyone who tries to deny you would be out of their mind. Whoa, you hit the wrong note. I I don't know it, so I thought you did great. Look, they hired me for bro backup, not to be a good singer backup. There's a huge difference. <laughs> There's just a it. lot of stigma around a dude liking Coldplay, and it's just it's just generally inappropriate. It's and, inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. Guys are allowed to have emotions. You know, that's just a fact. But if you do want to go there, I brought a little history. Please. So, Ooh, we love history love here. There's, there's a reason I brought it, okay? like <laughs> He's like, oh, we'll show them what's up. Oh, you know? no. We know. What's a, a an average standard for a dude to measure strength versus someone else? The bench press. Sure. In high school, you, you hey, what's your bench? Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. If you could bench two plates, you're good. If you could bench three plates, you're a total stud. Well, Coldplay was originally named the Pectorals. Did no. you know that? The what, Pectorals? Yeah. The, they like were originally the pe- like man as in pecs. Let's be real though. Man boobs. Jackie just goes like the man boobs. <laughs> By the way, really good call to change your name. That was, I mean, very glad. Way I to didn't. go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how they got the name Coldplay? Coldplay? Yeah. From I don't know the how pectorals. They... Or what was I, it? So pe- they, it went. It was a progression. So they went from pectorals, and then they were named the starfish, which is just a fun, playful name. Or starfish, yeah. Or the name of like a sexual pose, and you're just kind of laid out there on the bed. Those are Either or. starfish. Starfish, you know, uh, after Limp Bizkit came out, starfish became like um, a butthole reference, if you will. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Okay. If you guys don't know what we're <laughs> referencing, because you were born in 2000, uh, <laughs> Limp Bizkit, which this came out because no, Jackie was born in 2000, she looks great. Um, she looks really it's good. It's chocolate starfish and hot dog 18. flavored water yes. is the album, which also came out when parachutes came out. Oh. Yeah. And which one stood the test of time? Yeah, well, thank you very Coldplay. much. Okay. Obviously, feelings win. Yeah, feelings win all the time. So they go from the pectorals to starfish, to starfish which is dreamy or sexy or both. Either way, either way, you're up. You're on the uh, the plus side of <laughs> yeah. the pectorals. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, it's it's a it's an upgrade. Hundred percent. Then they move on to Coldplay, which is just a dope name, you know, because. <laughs> Please. I want to know why. By the way, that's not forced passion. That's no, real. That's, that's real. He just really laid it out for that you. That was legit. It's just a dope just a name. Dope name, bro. Right. Like, dude, and by the way, that. like in the community of Coldplay fans, we we are so we've been made fun of and knocked up. We've been made fun of by Bill Maher. We've been made fun of on radio, morning shows, talk show, comedians all across. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been at. The comedy store and someone said, check out this guy. And they'll point to some, you know, like guy in the audience that looks like a doofus. Chris Martin. It's Chris. Know? I was just going to say it's Chris Martin. Just look, no, it just looks like a doofus. And they'll be like, you know, but this guy likes Coldplay. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, so are you saying I might want to hang out with him? Is, that what you're Is he my new best friend? Because I do. Thanks for pointing him out. Thanks. We have had to go so far underground. Uh, the way Todd, actually, Todd and I actually found each other is 
Um, okay, so there's a lot of communities out there, right? And yes. a lot of people have to signal. Uh, we know right now there's not so popular one, and I don't support this whatsoever, but it's true. It's happening. Uh, allegedly, there's a conspiracy that, you know, there's that okay symbol that white nationalists are doing oh, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Right? I heard about that. You can't what do the this F? anymore. They're like signaling, okay. right? It stands for white power. So basically what we're doing, you guys know the classic okay sign where you take your thumb and your index finger and you put them together. You do okay. If, but if you go backwards, it looks like a WP. The fingers. So like that's oh. what it's supposed to do. I heard about this the other And so day. there's random people that have been, uh, you know, um, not we're like Kavanaugh, but people now. in that level, like <laughs> like people have just at the level of Kavanaugh and everybody have been like doing it. He didn't do it, but like oh. there's there's people like in D.C. allegedly. And I mean, some of these YouTube videos make a good case. It is there's like one where they string six people together that are that are known racists and they're doing it randomly. I mean, this is not a comfortable. Your hand doesn't naturally no. rest in the OK symbol position. No, you know it's I mean? not. Like that just doesn't make any Politicians sense. Politicians use their hands, but not ever like that's uncomfortable. Unless you're like picking up a bag of poop or something. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to hold it as far away from the rest of your fingers as <laughs> yeah. possible. Sure. Yeah. yeah like if, if you you're right. nappy. if you showed me James <laughs> Comey holding a dog poop, what's up? Like, nah, he's just picking up poop. Like I wouldn't he fall just, for that. He's just picking up. But these are people shit. like doing interviews and they're just like holding it on their nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it doesn't even like, make what? sense. So much like white nationalists are, um, you know, signaling and, you know, there's uh, in the gay community, there's bears. You know what a bear is? Yes. I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. For those of you out there that don't, it's burly men that, you know, yeah. just act real manly and just, you know, there you go. So they gird each other. I don't know if you know that. They'll like go to like, they and if you gird back, oh, like, it's like, oh, like you're a bear. Growl? They, they, they have a growl. Yeah. Do they like do a soft growl, like testing out the water? I'm not or is a bear, like... so I don't. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Like Scott, you know wanna... a lot about bears and white nationalists. We're you just know, wondering I'm what's going on. I'm just going to assume. He showed up uh, advocating for Coldplay and brought another dude. So who? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you guys were going out to dinner. And after I lied this. about it. So yes, you know. You know. Um, so uh, in in the Coldplay community, because again we've had to go underground thanks to sure. Seth Rogen and. Judd Apatow's screenplay that started it all. They said Coldplay, you know, you know, I know if you're gay, you like Coldplay. I guess that is where it started because I remember it knocked up like, oh. Or isn't that 40-year-old version? Or when they're just, that was all improv too, right? I think. Oh, yeah. I think so. And they're playing video games. That is where it started. But cultural movies like that that that, that hit the, hit the, the, you know, move the Richter scale, like, you know, become part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. You really can change the way, I mean, Think about Step Brothers when they made fun of Dane Cook in that movie. Oh, yeah. The world changed for him right after that. Was like, that it? That was. I mean, movie. it was already happening, but that like really like cemented so, it. Yeah. Like, holy cow, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are making fun of him. You know what I mean? Well, they didn't yeah. say the lines. It was uh, what's his name, that dark hair, Adam Scott. Yeah, but yeah. Um, he's funny. Um, so <laughs> in the Coldplay community, white nationalist <laughs> bear yeah. really into him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. really love him. I mean, Adam, Adam Scott, Scott, he is <laughs> really into Adam Scott. Scott. Down. Um, <laughs> Like the Johnny his death. Um, so, uh, what Burr. I was to say is, uh, <laughs> so um, in the Coldplay community, um, would you like? Could we just do it? Is there like a hand symbol? Like, is there a hand signal? I'm dying. It's not for a hand, hand signal. signal. It's actually just a. It's a. It's a verbiage. It's it's some. It's an exchange. Okay. Do you mind if we just? Please can we do a demonstration. Do of it. Course. Yes. Okay. Cool. So two dudes in public, right? You know, yeah. we're. Uh, let's just set the scene. Okay. Okay. We're at Starbucks. Sure. Love that place. All right. You are, you're behind the counter. Okay. Okay. And then you, um, you're, uh, working on my screenplay. You're my girlfriend. Oh, gotcha. And I've never told you that I like Coldplay. Not okay, upset sure. about this And I'm, I'm not about to like let you find that out in public. That's for damn sure. Oh no. Cause I mean, God knows like the, yeah. the relationship's already rocky. Yeah. You know, things are happening. Your neighbors. Your neighbors. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's 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 it, we're at, we're at Starbucks. Here we go. Yep. So you did you start? Uh, mocha frappuccino for Skylar. Um. It, oh, what, what would you like? What would you like? Yeah, Sorry. you know my I name. I didn't know where we were in the scenario. She knows us. Let's get out of here. They're on to us. <laughs> she knows <laughs> I like Coldplay. <laughs> uh, sir, who looks like he enjoys Coldplay? No. Um. Uh. How how can I help you? Uh, sweetheart, what do you want? Oh, you know what? I'm just going to have a, a, a blonde roast. Blonde a blonde roast. roast, yeah. Gotcha, okay. Thanks. And for me, I'm going to... Um... Oh, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how, how are you? Bud? You got a cold, bro? I, uh, I play around a little bit. I'll take a grande espresso, double shot on ice. Oh, sure. And um, sweetheart, I'll be... Huh? What was that? Oh, I, I just said, do you have a cold? And he, he said, I play around a little bit. And he basically means like, I've been outside when it's cold and I got a cold. I should have. Do you, do you know him? I'm, I'm so no, confused. It, he just was, he, he had like a, you didn't hear his, he was practically, practically swallowing. I, uh, I, I, I mean, we had a connection if that's what. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> you literally just say, do you have a cold? And Even if, if they don't. And that's actually how you know if they And if they say, I play around. I play around. Do you have a cold? I play do you have a cold? Around. I play around. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, get it. That's nice. Guys. I'm a little disappointed in myself of how long that took. I bet you've heard. I bet you've that heard a lot of people a lot. talking about colds. Yeah, and you thought they were actually talking about colds. Yeah, and who likes to talk about colds? Who Nobody. does that? Nobody how likes that. Yeah. Just the other day, you were telling me about how that one person asked you if you had a cold, and you and just... I didn't say I play around. Yeah, I, know. I missed out on my best friend. So he basically thought that you don't understand what a beautiful song "Sky Full of Stars" is, you know, and <laughs> and he felt bad for you at that point. He pitied me, really. Can we talk about that song for a second? Please. Can okay, you sing some we, of it so we all know what it is? Because um, normally we you're can... a sky, you're a sky full of stars, and people say, ooh, ooh. I can't do the falsetto at all. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. And then he says, I'm going to give you my heart, which if you want a wedding song, if you want a song to last between you and your significant other, you're um, going to choose something like that. Yeah. yeah. This I, I planning mean, a wedding right now. I'm planning a wedding right now. Needless to say some romance is needed at that wedding and Coldplay can provide it. Oh, it's going to be, it, be your best bet for a wedding. Safe. If you're a guy who hasn't let out some tears in a long time, you're going to want to go Coldplay at about 50 miles an hour in <laughs> driving a minimum of 50, <laughs> driving with no traffic through Los Angeles freeways or anywhere else because so you're going to have... Some place where you can have an accident. Some place where you have momentum. Basically for your emotions <laughs> to have their own physical expression so you t toss on some coldplay have yourself a power cry yeah okay you don't want to stop and go stop and 100%. go 100 no, no, no. Mm -hmm. it's a it's a cppc coldplay power cry happens all the time <laughs> all the time coldplay. you think those guys are just mad next to you driving on the 101 no, in fact no they're having a power cry. oh 100 my power cries are the best uh, late at night so i'll toss on some coldplay if i'm driving home from a show in hollywood to, to you know driving home I'm going 50 plus miles an hour. There's no, there's nothing stopping me in front of me. No. And there's nothing stopping me in my head because I got the right tunes to lubricate the moment. Do you see what I'm saying? So yes. lubricate Do you know how hard it is to cry moment. as a dude? Do you know how- Todd, Todd, calm down. Todd, Todd. Todd's Listen, crying right now, actually. It's like the, uh, the Showgirls movie poster says in the tagline. <sighs> Leave your inhibitions at the door. Yes. Okay. One of and, my favorite movies. Yeah, well, I wish I had that poster instead yeah, of my France that, poster because it's way more legit. That would kind of change the room a little bit. It would. It would. I'd be like, dude, she's, she's down. She's hardcore. I'd be like, you got a cold? <laughs> I say, yeah, I play, I play around. around. Yeah, I play around. Yeah. Um, you know, when what Todd's saying is he gets in the car and there's no inhibitions at that point. Why? 
Because like I said, Sky Full of Stars is playing. And who thinks of that, Sky Full of Stars? I think a lot of people in poems and songs and love letters and soliloquies have called, you know, said a woman is the sky or the stars, but whoever said a sky full of stars? Uh, We're in uncharted waters right there, okay? Wordsmiths, poets. Let's be real. So I got a fun, fun, more of a serious anecdote, but it's, it's a fun one. So I'm having the worst day ever and I'm like, well, how can I shake this off? And I, and I realized my buddies were watching Monday Night Football at, at their house. So I'm like, let me hop on a bike. And I'm going to toss in at the time it was U2 Pandora. Sure. And Coldplay, yes. a lot of synergies between U2 and Coldplay. So mm-hmm. uh, I, w- I, would, I juiced, I doctored up my, Cold, my U2 Pandora with a lot of thumbs up on Coldplay songs. So it kind of knew what daddy liked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you train sure. it the right way. Sure. I got you. using the audience because I've been calling myself daddy, and then you just called yourself daddy. So listen, I'm daddy. You can be something else, but you're going to need to figure that out. That's fair. So we're listening. For, Papa. I don't know. Papa. Padre. El, El Padre. Yeah. Padre. Padrino. Padre. Padrino. So Padrino is, is riding his bike, and the song Strawberry Swing comes on. And if you haven't heard it, it's Ooh. off of uh, Viva La Vida, uh, the album. Ooh. Unbelievable song. It's just, it's got a nice acoustic sort of electronic uh, intro that goes mm-hmm. for a while and just really sets you in the mood, right? Would you, Todd, would you say it's anthemic? Uh, it very much speaks to anthems. So, sure. 100%. They're really into that. I get that. That seems like very on brand oh, for very, Coldplay. Very on- so I'm listening to this and I don't know what happened. Like I just like got super emotional because how pretty the song was. And I arrived to a total bro down showdown of watch of dudes. Bro down. Bro down How pretty the song was. Like you don't ever do like you know, oh I was listening to Led Zeppelin last night, man. And their songs are so pretty. Like it's so, the only band that brings those words out of you. Yeah. It's a pretty song. It's, it's a, pretty. a pretty song. So I show it to my buddy's house, and I mind you, his house. He grew up there. His mom passed away, and she left him the house. And so, like, we we partied at this place. She was like the cool mom who was like a was flight attendant. No, not Jay Pony. Oh, okay. So, so we're at Snakey Pooh's house, and it's about ten bros. Everyone's drinking beer, hanging out. And I pull up, and and I'm like emotional still. And Snake's like, "Are you okay, bro?" And I'm like, I'm "Like, yeah, man. I was just listening to this song. It just like hit me, man. I just like." He sees like my face is red, my eyes are just, and, and he's, like, he's like, well, what song was it? And, and which is a weird question for a dude to ask another, like that's not a you normal want, thing. We played normal. football together, he's a firefighter. This is not a normal yeah. interaction between two bros. And I told him, I was like, it's Strawberry Swing by Coldplay. And <laughs> like, you couldn't have chosen a funnier title. Yes. Like, I need to know what this song is. So, but hold on. Oh my so, God. So he, I say that and he goes, that was my mom's favorite song, <gasps> and we played it at her funeral. Oh, are you kidding me? This You're is a, a witch. Tr- true story. What? I knew his mom. Her, we were tight, and I'm telling you right now, I, had, I, had the, I was having the worst day ever. And I show up, and like all these turn events happen, and he asked me what the name of the song was. It's just, just not a question. Two former t- football teammates ask each other. And, that's brilliant. Uh, and, 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 yeah, that's, usually, and if you say I've been crying to a song, you go, okay, get inside. Like, you don't go. <laughs> yeah. Well, what song was it? 
What? You know, what? By the Could way, I listen to it? I have <laughs> almost left my wife for you, for your love for Coldplay, and you've never told me this story. <laughs> That's the first story you should tell everybody. I, me. I, That's I picture holding you... Todd's hand at the forum watching Coldplay during sex with my wife, <laughs> and he's never told me this story. Can I? So, did what did your friend do? Like, what was his reaction to that? We just kind of had like a, a moment because, like, uh, so my dad passed like a couple months after his mom passed. So we kind of we just had like a little moment. We hugged it out real quick. Yeah. Then we had a couple of beers, but like, you know, definitely a bro thing to do. But once again, emotional the emotional spectrum is just not like a thing. So that's why Coldplay is like a conduit. You know, if uh, if your emotions are little copper wires, Coldplay is the wrapping around it. And then you plug it into the wall, and then you have Christmas lights. And that's kind of how that works. And then you have Christmas lights. You mean plastic over wire? (laughs) Coldplay is the plastic over copper wire so we don't burn the house down. Because we put trees in our house during the winter time. How funny would it have been if his story ended with like, and so then he told me, that his mom, right before she passed, was having an affair with a man who also liked Strawberry Swing, yeah. and then it was your dad. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, and then it was your dad. <laughs> it was your dad. You were really tight. You thought for one reason, but it was really another. What so, was their cause of death? Adultery. Adultery. I was looking up the. Adultery. I was looking up the timeline, and so the next song that came, or the next album that came out, was X and Y. X and Y. That came out in 2005. What happened to you then? That's when Khan got on the air. So that's when I finally. Sold the show. Sure. It's on Comedy Central. Um, I go to my first Coachella. They're playing. I'm rolling my face off on some ecstasy. Did you have I'm the on most the ground, fun? like in my own little ecstasy piddle putty party. Like you, you turn into a piece of putty, right? You're just like on the ground. I remember just being sweaty, McGee, like lying on the <laughs> ground with no shirt on, like swimming through the grass and dust, yeah. like while watching. So many people play. approached you and growled at you, but yeah, you I, didn't growl. I back. didn't growl. No, I just no. kept saying, "I play, I play." Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone got a cold? <laughs> How were they in concert? Unbelievable. Yeah, and. Chris Martin is actually like, I mean, he is a ridiculously charming British man. Like he caters his show to wherever he's at. Meaning, um, if I can fast forward, uh, well actually, okay, and I'll stay there. At that concert, like, you know, he had like a song that like where he needed to rhyme with like, you know, um, oh, he said something like, you know, and it was all yella. He said yella instead of yellow. He goes, and here we are, Coachella. Like he does things like wherever he is, he works it in and you're on drugs. You're like, oh my God, he thought about us. He knew, (laughs) he knew where he was and I'm also here, he knows me. Yeah, (laughs) it's like like a comic doing like local humor. You know what I mean? Like you get to a town and you're like, hey, what's a city everybody would make fun of here? Like where does the white trash live or whatever? You know what I mean? You just like make fun of something. Yeah. So, um, and then I saw him, you know when he really, this, this is when he really got my heart. Uh, I'm a, Beastie Boys fanatic. Yeah. Like, if you think I'm passionate about Coldplay, like, move out of the way. And when MCA died, uh, it was on May 4th, 2011. And so he died, and I did this um, this big, like, social media post. And then Maxim and some other magazines picked it up and put it on their website and stuff. Because it was like, I, I sounded like I was crying while writing it. It was ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. And so I go to see Coldplay that night at the Bowl. And they, um, out of nowhere, he said, he's like, you know, we didn't know this gentleman, but we're very big fans. And we grew up, you know, hoping that we could have just a modicum of the success that this man had. And we all love him. You all love him. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to miss MCA very much. The crowd is like going crazy. He goes, so we thought we'd just do this real quick. (gasps) And he did 
a solo piano rendition of Fight for Your Right to Party. Oh, oh my God. Really? But he changed the key so that, like, it, 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 like, again, it felt anthemic. It felt beautiful. It felt like Pretty. it should have been played at his funeral. <laughs> like, it was oh, like, wow. there wasn't a dry eye in the audience by the end of the, it. Was, it was insane. But he's, so they're, they're really, they think about their audience. They're very positive. They're very jovial. It's, it's like a whole, they're very good. Well, you're kind of like swaying, swaying my opinion the other way. I came here with no stakes in the Coldplay game because yeah. I never really interacted with them, but it sounds like they're actually really great performers. Well, I mean, really you never cool. had a cold, you know, and, I've never had and a now cold. you look like you might be getting a little stuffy. And so um, I'm going to ask you, you this, Jack. You have a cold? Uh, I play around. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what it is? I'm getting there. So if the jury is still out, let me read you the opening lines from the song Lost. And you tell me if this isn't poetic. Okay. Just because I'm losing doesn't mean I'm lost. Ooh, ooh. Doesn't mean I'll stop. Doesn't mean I'll cross. I mean, if that's not strong motivational material. I get it. And he's going to follow that up. He's going he's to say, oh, is that, is that all you got? You know, in your heart, you're like, my little heart chamber's all closed up and I'm not prepared for any emotions right now. Because if you go, oh, is that all you got, Christopher Martin? You're like, no, I got more. I Just because I'm hurting doesn't mean I'm hurt. Doesn't mean I don't get what I deserve, no better and no worse. These are just, these are hard hitting songs. These they, are my wedding vows. Yeah. Done. Exactly. Done. These are chicken skewers that I feel like eating. Yeah. yeah. And I <laughs> feel Delicious romantic about them are. and also like passionate about them and they're very pretty. Yes. Yeah, totally. Pretty is exactly what I would say. Yeah, pretty. Um, I went to, uh, so that album, so again, First album reminds me of like, you know, depression of moving here. Second album is like, all right, I came back. Grandma got me going. Third album is uh, I got show. a show on the air. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, then three years later, that's the crash. 2008, grandpa, grandpa dies. Yeah. Uh, an actress I was dating. We break up. Grandpa dies. And um, that's when I like was people were finally going like, Hey, I think uh, you drink too much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I was like, uh, really? But everybody goes, no, no, Skylar. No, not everybody takes their shirt off, runs towards a car um, on in oncoming traffic, yelling racial slurs and hitting themselves in the head. I'm like, I did that? They're like, yeah, you did that twice this week. And I'm like, yeah, really <laughs> weird shit. Two separate occasions. Yeah, two separate. You're like really into doing that. <laughs> yeah. Two separate occasions. Damn. But, but by the way, it happened way more than that. But one time it was just two a week. Uh, so I just did a lot of crazy things. So 2008, you know, and then the rider strike hit. Sure. Mm-hmm. And nobody was working. It was a really weird time to live here. Um but uh, by the way, that there's so much white privilege in that statement. It was a hard time to That's live rough. in LA. We couldn't get our residuals, and we could <laughs> we couldn't. You know, the Grove mm. didn't have the store that I liked. Um, so, um, it, but it, it was a really hard time in my life. Um, and so, what came out then was uh, a little album called "Viva La Vida," the one he was just talking mm-hmm. about. Um, and With then that song on it, Lost. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 2011 was the album that they went on tour with. And that's when I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl with MCA. And then uh, 2014, uh, they came out with Ghost Stories. Oh. And that year, um, my kids really wanted to go to the iHeartRadio Festival. Sure. Now, there weren't a lot of acts on it that I wanted to see. Like, iHeartRadio, it tends to be really poppy. And it's not like Coachella or Bonner. It's, it doesn't have, it's, like, it's, like a, it's associated with the radio stations. It's all, like, you know, the top 40 stuff. Exactly. I've been to um, Jingle Ball, and uh, that, which was, exactly like, like that. Who would you see at Jingle Ball? Oh, this was, this was my first concert I ever went to. I saw 98 Degrees. I saw um, the Baja Men. I saw Jessica Simpson and um, a bunch of other people that were Evan and Jared. Evan and Jared or something. P. 
people Very, who are doing great. All of those, all of those people are killing it. Yeah, it was either 1999 or 2000. This was like, there was some cool acts. Like, That's an epic concert, sadly. In 99? Yeah, in 99. Oh, Enrique Iglesias closed it out. Oh. Mm -hmm. How was he? Was he good? He was great. My sister fell asleep for the whole thing. She was Kimmy? Young. She, she was young. Kimmy. Kimmy, what is up with Kimmy? Uh, Always Kimmy's asleep a, at a concert. Kimmy is a pediatric nurse right now. She is killing it. Literally really? saving babies. And not, yeah. and not falling asleep at not work. Falling Here asleep in LA? No. no, 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 in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, she works for mm, LIJ. She'll yell at me. I think I got it wrong. Those nurses, uh, pediatric ones, are they're... They're angels. Can I tell you real quick that my sister, like I, whenever, when I moved to LA, my life was really hard and difficult. And then I broke up with my person and my life was really hard and difficult. And I talked to my sister and like when I was home and I was just kind of like hemming and hawing about like, I'm not where I want to be in my career, blah, blah, blah. And she just looks at me. She's like, I went to a baby funeral on Saturday where like I had to go, I, I have to sit across from like dead babies all the time. Like she, when babies die in the NICU, like they carry them like she's told me stories and I'm just like you are an incredible human being I can't believe yeah. we're related like she's my hero they're unbelievable like my babies were born six weeks early because you have a, twins right yeah three week NICU stay and they almost died I don't know how many times that NICU like every day we get a call saying you might want to come down here like it was insane Aww. and I bet you the nurses there were probably like amazing I know all of them Sheila Karen and um, Sheila Karen and Tammy uh, they come to their birthday party every year. I invite them. I oh never forget them at Christmas. Yeah. I will never forget those three women the rest oh, of my life. I mean, I they're that. alive because of them. My, I'm very proud of the work my sister does. And yeah, she's awesome. That's awesome. We need to invite all of those women and men who do that to a Coldplay concert, you guys. Uh, yeah, how much, how much you want to bet uh, someone's going um, to tweet thank Chris you. Martin about this? He's going to hear the story and he's going to write a song called Pediatric nurses. <laughs> he will. Yeah. He will. He totally It's actually will. Pediatric Nurse Appreciation Month this month. Is it really? Yes. She's been well, posting about out. it. So, and this, so this episode will go live and all that stuff. Sweet. Doom, doom, We're getting doom, them doom, all doom, doom, Coldplay doom, tickets, you guys. You're a pediatric nurse. No? Okay. That was beautiful. That was pretty. I used to be blue. Then I walked in the NICU. I was friends with Patrick Swayze. I want to save my baby. It becomes an ad, and then we're driving yeah. 50 miles an hour, yeah. having our power, power cry. cry. My baby is Patrick Swayze, reincarnated, yeah. Like, <laughs> bringing it back. It's called yeah. a callback. I so, loved it. Yeah, I loved it. it. Oh, my gosh. So, needless to say, that's we're making that happen. So, we were 2014. 2014. 2014, um, the album is Ghost, Ghost Stories. Not a really popular Coldplay album, even amongst Coldplay fans. Yeah, it was considered just kind of like, huh, okay. Is it is it Anthony? Is it uh, is it back to parachutes? For my dollar, the the best two songs on that one is always in my head, which is the beginning one. Okay. Super melodic, very mellow, and then Magic is probably it's one of the better love love songs that they have available. It, I might use that song. for my wedding. They have available. <laughs> I feel like you are selling me Coldplay, like just as like a product, and I you, love I'm it. I'm giving you the goods right yeah, now. Sister. I'm taking all the notes down in my wedding plan. Sky Full of Stars is also on uh, Ghost Stories. Great album. Those are my three favorites on that album. Nice. The, the album was like, okay, uh, 
Ghost Stories was like, okay, 2014, we're two years into the electronic boom. All life is about yeah, sure. David Guetta, Steve Aoki, Dead Mouse, Cascade, Calvin Harris. I mean, we are. it is insane right now. Yeah. So bands follow trends, and that's why all of a sudden you're like, huh, man, we're in Maroon 5, like mostly played just like, you know, full songs. Now they have like Kendrick Lamar featuring on their songs. Well, because hip hop's big right now. Yeah. But like before it was big to like, you know, have Cardi B on your love song, you know, because hip hop wasn't big in 2014. It was modestly big, but. Um, there was a there is a difference between there's like a lot of guests who, who like guest star guest stars is that guest what you person feature, like a guest featured artist, featured artist and Kendrick stuff Lamar like that yeah on like a Taylor Swift song oh yeah too. yeah there's a yeah. lot of crossover yeah. that's he gets happening. like 500k just to come in and like do a quick feature like you get it's like God nothing. bless yeah. Ay, ay, ay. yeah it works for so, an hour you know they were so in that so then they start picking up on this electronic trend because so like, I noticed you know, that it's changed from like parachutes where it was very acoustic yeah. and very coffee shop. Some she bands now. were way ahead of the times. Like if you really want to give the proper person credit for seeing the electronic wave coming, it was Madonna. Madonna did Ray of Light in '98. I like love that. Ray yeah. of Light. It's oh, my yeah. favorite album by her. Oh, yeah. Truly, I was listening to it the other week. I could talk about that album. That's a guilty it. pleasure for sure. That is a guilty pleasure yeah. for sure. Because uh, it's not the most popular Madonna, no, to be honest. No, if you it's told my favorite. Madonna fan that's your favorite album, they would just be like, uh, what? You don't and, get it. Yeah, what <laughs> like, about Holiday? What, you know. um, and so, um, so, so bands just started to like, so Madonna did that in 98. And then the early 2000s, Radiohead really started to do it. Yes. Kid a, well, Kid Amnesiac. A came out when Parachutes came out. This yeah. was big. That was my freshman year of high school when all yeah. these albums came out. And it's just, I had nowhere to go but like hang out in my room. So those Parachutes and Kid A were like on constant repeat. And, well, and Kid A was very ahead of the times. Mm. And that's why, like, if you talk to a true music fan, whatever that is, quote unquote, like they'll say, oh, well, Radiohead's way better. And by the way, I will agree with you. I actually do like radio better than Coldplay. That being said, like, I still like Coldplay. You know what I mean? You and still people play make around. Well, people, I get yeah, it. I, oh, I play. Yeah. yeah. I, like I have fun. a runny nose forever, okay? <laughs> yeah. There ain't no fixing this drip. Um, so, like, see, people have to get to draw, like, some line in the damn music sand and say, well, I'm a radio fan or I'm a Coldplay fan or I'm a U2 fan or Coldplay. And it's like, you can't like all three because they're all pretty fucking good. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, if we don't do that with anything else, like, you like Gouda? What about fucking mozzarella? Like you know, or like sharp cheddar. Yeah, or worse shit. If you have, if you like sharp cheddar, you're not gay for liking gouda. That's kind of what yeah. I'm talking about here, okay, bros yeah. in Hermosa Beach. <laughs> and so, can um, we make sure that just say gay for gouda? Gay for gouda. Gay for gouda. I'm gay for gouda. So this is. This I don't is, know if that's like. I, can I say that? Yeah. That's like gay for gouda. So one of our buddies, uh, one of mutual friend of Skylar's and I. He is on a adult men's league hockey team, and in order to yeah, the J Pony. I've been waiting for us to bring up J Pony because I didn't want to freak you guys out. I almost brought two pieces of backup. Okay, I was going to bring oh, Todd yeah. and J Pony. All right, oh my gosh. He's also known as Jukes, Jukes Diddy, Jukes Box. Anyway, yeah. So you're talking about a group of guys who all live here now, but they're all from like super uh, bro, like very masculine parts of like Midwest or the East Coast where you got to kind of like be a tough guy all the time. That's just kind of what you do, right? Mm -hmm. So they're all on this hockey team together and they have a, uh, there's an app called GroupMe where they used to schedule sure. their games and bust each other's balls in the game and it's all very like locker room, you know, conversation. It's like WhatsApp. It's like WhatsApp, but, but it's, it's a little bit heightened. So GroupMe? Yeah. It's it like WhatsApp, but it's like gangbangs. It's, it's, no? it's, it's okay. a but you schedule the yeah. gangbangs. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, was, <laughs> 100%. Gotta, if the gaming doesn't time. work on my time, it can work for someone else's <laughs> you time. You can also like make memes on GroupMe. Oh, the yeah. The improv team used to communicate. You, you can make memes. You can remake someone else's meme. You can like comments within a thread. It's a fun messaging app. But you, you can everyone... also all just get together and hang out. You know what I mean? There's also you that. You can pick <laughs> up a phone and call somebody and talk <laughs> about your feelings. <laughs> So the best part is you get to choose your own nickname within the thread. So you go, you go at somebody else, right? Yeah. So my name is at Kook Robitaille, which is a play on an old hockey player named Luke Robitaille. And my buddy's name, because he gets so much shit for liking Coldplay, his name is the uh, emoji for the press play button. Gay. So 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 sorry. Emoji for the uh, gay flag. Sure. All right. And the emoji for the number four. And the emoji for pressing play, gay for play. So that's uh, it. So anytime anyone wants to address him inside of this thread of all these dudes, it's at gay for play. And that is hysterical. <laughs> that is, and I will not argue that. I will not argue that. Okay, we are coming up on 50 minutes. We'll pass. So I want to give you guys some ch- a chance to do your closing statements. So... I, I will say this. There's only two albums left. And, um, so the 2014 one, I just want to give you a little, I think you'll like this anecdote. Um, God, I love that word. It's great. It's a great, great, great word. word. It's up there with nonetheless. It's <laughs> I like, love nonetheless. Don't you like typing nonetheless? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I somehow feel smart, but yeah. also it gets everything out of the way. It's really efficient. When you're rounding third, your mm-hmm. album's home and you're at the E and nonetheless, like the second one, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, oh, this is so fun. I, yeah. I'm with you. I yeah. get it. Anyway, so, um, so the lineup comes out for iHeartRadio Fest. We go out. To Vegas. I didn't really want to go, but Motley Crue was on it, which I thought was cool. Sure. And so was um, and so was Coldplay. Um, what a combo. <laughs> yeah. No, it was oh, the whole. And then there was Steve Aoki, and then there was Taylor Swift. There was. I mean, it was it was quite a lineup. It was lots of people. Um, so um, I go backstage, and we're hanging out, and Jaden meets Tommy Lee, my son. He's a drummer, so he flipped out, and then all of a sudden, um, I heard someone go. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know all the guys' names uh, in the band, but I like, yeah, but like literally they're just like, you know, you know, John, David, you know, Chris, you know, and I, but I, in, in succession, when I hear them, I'm like, oh, that's the five, that's the, those are the guys from Coldplay. So I turn around, like, you, you know, on stage, T minus five minutes, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so my backstage pass really only should have had me like in certain areas. I don't know how I got on the actual stage, like you behind. Like, hey, I got a cold. Yeah. Well, hey, Chris, you got a cold? Is it? I play around. <laughs> um, and so I get on stage, and all of a sudden, um, I thought this was cute. Okay. They do like a huddle, and they have these things they say to each other. Sure. I'll be damned if I could tell you like everything that I heard, but I really felt like most of what I heard was like they were talking about how grateful they were to be here, and they would go around the circle and talk about how excited they were, and they would just say like, you know, like, like, there was no quarterback. It wasn't Chris's band. It was very much like, hey, let's not forget this. Someone else go, yeah, and also like, they were talking to each other like, you know, hey, come on, we've been really bad with the hi-hat. Like, like they've been talking, they were just like, I don't know how to explain it. It they was like a this, brotherhood. It was a brotherhood. It was a fucking brotherhood. Like, That's amazing. Back. Yeah. And I fucking got off on this. I was like, this is amazing. I'll never forget this. And then they were I love ba- just having you like sneaked yeah. behind, like witnessing a like yeah. very sacred moment. And they were about <laughs> to go on, and all of a sudden. Um, this chick runs over, like just she's just she runs and she's got a clipboard. She just looks like a coordinator of some sort, so she knows and she knows the band. You could tell. And like, what's up? She goes, she goes, I don't know um, what's going on, but I am told um, 
that um, uh, I, I don't know if they took pictures or not. He goes, are you kidding me? I saw them. He goes, I, oh my gosh, why are you telling me this now? You know, and all of a sudden, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like getting some juicy guys right now. <gasps> what is going on right now? He was dating J-Law at the time. Jennifer oh. Lawrence? Yes. And she came, and I already knew she was there because my wife had seen She was, oh my gosh, there's Jennifer right there. there like My wife is. does not talk to me, but you know. And so <laughs> she was, there's Jennifer right there. And so I'm backstage, and what had happened was there's like this camp where all the trailers were and people, you know, are outside the trailers. He and Jennifer were having like an embrace or something, and somehow a paparazzi had gotten back there. Oh, no. And so oh, she was no. saying, I don't know yet. We, 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 we think we found the guy. We're going to show him. Like, I basically, we're going to have you ID him and tell us if this is the guy. Like, otherwise, we're holding on to a paparazzi guy that, like, you know, basically didn't do anything. And also, man, I'm thinking, like, is it even illegal to just grab a paparazzi and go, stay in this room until Chris is off stage? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? They have a 45 minute set. Yeah. You shut up and But, sit you know, down. maybe you walk over to the police and you go, hey, you got a cold? The police officer was like, I play. He was like, <laughs> oh, you do? Cool. We need to hold this guy. Oh, cool. we'll do that. Oh. Cold play. You know. Don't you worry. Yeah, he was a total cold play head. So um, he was a player. Uh, that's what we yeah. call ourselves. Anyway, I dig it. Um, and so he, um, um, he, it was very funny because he just acknowledged that he, he goes, anyway, I'm about to go on stage. So talk about this later. You know? And so she's like, yeah. And, and when she left, he gave a look to Ben like, she could have told me that like after we performed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like just really, what? like, what are you? Like, what I you heard T minus five. They did the fucking three minute huddle. Now we're T minus two. And yeah. you're coming up, bringing up something like, your career might be over. Gwyneth isn't even done divorcing you. And they might already see the picture. Like, it was a really weird moment that's for this not, chick to. That's not the time to do it right before you get on stage. No. Give it a second. Also, no one, after the huddle. No oh, one man. ever wants to see a woman in heels with a clipboard run towards them before they're about to go on stage. No. For any reason. No. No. It's never. It's, it's not good. It's never followed with like, you're not going to believe this. We've got amazing chart topping numbers of the album. <laughs> We're Everyone beating... loves you. Yeah. Go out there. No. I'll wait till after they get done. Yeah. 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 No, it's that's like. A, that's, I'm really, like, I think that's really cool that you got to witness that moment. That's that dope. was fun. Yeah. And so then the final album that they made was 2015 and 2015 is Head Full of Dreams. And that's when I kind of started my sobriety journey. Amazing. So, you know, I've had two, I had a misfire with the relapse, you know, a year and a half ago, but I'm a. 17 months sober tomorrow, I think. Like yeah. yeah, dude. Fuck so, yeah. Um, but like, it was, you know, when that album came out, it was right when I entered my first rehab. So yeah. now that here's another moment where a Coldplay album comes out and I'm in like, you know, my bed at night listening to songs, crying, wondering like what I'm going to do oh with my, my life. And, you know, so now I'm I, like, you know, they're due for a new album. Has, they haven't come out with one in three You're years. You're due so. for like a, li a life event. Yeah. Right? Your single with the Chainsmokers was fantastic, even though I hate the Chainsmokers. Chain but it's just, a, it's just a banger. It's just a good song with a, you know, with a great beat. So, hey, take that universe <laughs> take that nice. naysayers of the Coldplay. so since we're doing a new album i'm thinking like the next out like something what's it gonna happen to me now like i don't know oh, but as soon as it comes out i'm definitely gonna send you a text and yeah be like, what, what happened? happened who died or what sitcom <laughs> did you sell <laughs> like, you know, yeah. good or bad go yeah yeah, yeah exactly i relapsed uh, oh no <laughs> no you're like things are going great <laughs> things yeah, going right. great that's yeah. awesome okay that that was a very lovely history of Coldplay and of your personal history as well um, seen them 17 times. 17? For real? Yeah. What are you fucking burying the lead? You end on that <laughs> 17 times? 17 times. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Are they. Are, I, One time, three nights in a row. Have you met no. them yet? Well, I feel like I met them in that moment, you know? Yeah, you I did. I met them when he cut off their skin and wore it <laughs> 17 times. 
three nights in a row. I know, I know. I've talked about this artist on the podcast before, but Frank Turner is a um, an indie folk uh, mm-hmm. singer who has a really big following in London. I know someone who's seen him live a hundred and nine times. Holy cow, that's a commitment. I saw the police eight times in one year when they reunited. Wow, I followed them around the country. Amazing. It's my favorite band of all time. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I but think. that's not a guilty pleasure. That's, that's no. You're no. proud. Proud yeah. and loud. Oh yeah. I, there's no embarrassment like in the police whatsoever. No. Oh, you know? no, they're pretty they're pretty great. We almost did Dave Matthews today, remember? We almost did. I've yeah. seen Dave three times. You have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many times yeah. have you seen Dave? Oh, um, at least ten. At least. It's a good time. Oh, Dave. I don't He's think a... people get it until you see him live. No, they don't. He's a, he, it's a total live act. It's like a they jam uh, another band that just loves each other. No yeah. drama. Brothers in arms. Yeah. And then when they lost, what's his name? The um, I know. He was name? actually, I forget his name, but actually I was at the show, the first show he missed when he was still alive and in the hospital. Oh. We were like, who's that guy playing the saxophone? Yeah. Because it was a saxophone player, right? Lots of violin. I mean, he played yeah. a lot of stuff, mostly violin though. But um, yeah, when and we were like, I hope he's okay. He was not. Yeah. Well, on that sad note. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks well, for you listening. You got anything you want to promote? <laughs> yeah, you got anything you want to promote? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but oh, really? seriously, no, though, but seriously, do you like, have anything that you want to yeah. promote? So now that you know we're done talking about a man that is no longer here and mm-hmm. people miss him and they might hear this, I've got some stuff coming out. No, um, I uh, so I, I produce Comedy Rocks. Um, it's uh, one of the hottest shows over at the Comedy Store. It's every other Thursday. We've been sold out for a long time, mm-hmm. many years, so you've got to get tickets in advance. It's always in the main room. Uh, we get killer lineups the next When is this going to be out? Do you know? This will be out on Monday. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a show three days from now then. Uh, the 27th. Thursday the 27th. Joe Rogan. Uh, Todd's going to be on it. Nice. Um, hey. And Theo Vaughn. And uh, I'm waiting here back from Fortune Feimster, and I'm hoping to get Dana Carvey. Ooh, so it's going to nice. be a good show. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So it'll be Thursday the 27th. And then um, the biggest thing I'd love to push, I, I would love it if your fans would come out to this. Um, I booked my first music festival. Oh, and, yeah? Which one? And you know I love music. Yeah. So, uh, Cal Jam. It's uh, the Foo Fighters Festival. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so it's the Foo so Fighters, cool. Iggy Pop and Post Depression, Tenacious D, Billy Idol, Garbage, Greta Van this? Fleet. Uh, October 5th and 6th Where in San Fernando. Greta Van Fleet's going to be there, too? Who? Greta Van Fleet? Yeah, they're going to be there. Oh, garbage. I love them. I love uh, Garbage, Billy Idol, too. Tenacious D. Silver Sun pickups. Uh, San Bernardino at the St. Helens Amphitheater, I think it's called, something like that. Dope. But just go to Cal, just Google Cal Jam. I think it's CalJam.com, but it's something like that. C A L J A M. And then um, it's going to be October 5th and 6th. Uh, they gave me my own comedy tent, so I, I'm bringing with me um, Harlan Williams, Jamie Kennedy, Brenton Biddlecombe, and Carly and Donnie. So oh, Carly and Donnie. Yeah. You know Carly and Donnie? They were on this podcast. What? Yeah. yeah. They oh, my gosh. Celine Dion. Oh, I love, oh, that is. It was hard. you gotta listen. It's pretty epic. It's, it's everything a good one. they do. Is, they're just like they're one of my favorite duos. Not just that I know in the history of like entertainment. Like they're they just excellent. make me laugh. They they're make really me laugh funny. so hard. They're really good. Um, so Cal Jam's coming out. That's October fifth and sixth. Um, it's gonna be sold out soon. So get tickets to that. And then um, uh, what else? Oh, I'm coming out on season two of Corporate on Comedy Central. Oh, nice. we've also had Adam Lustick on this podcast. Really? Yeah. yeah. Recently? Um, no, he was on. He was on After You last time. Okay. He talked about Alan Iverson. Yeah, he Alan was our Iverson. sketch coach for a really long yeah. time. That's a good one, Alan yeah. Iverson. Mm-hmm. He did great. That's a great. Episode. So people do sports people sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. People do like what a, you know, Noodle whatever away. they. Noodle What's away. the weirdest one that you had done? Oh. We were like, what an odd choice. Um, I, oh God! I'm like, I mean, we've had like some fun choice. I never, I'm never like, oh, 
Have you ever had but, one where you didn't agree that it was guilty? Like you have no shame and you're like, I love that. And I think that's weird. We've that had a couple that. where We've it's not couple. guilty because people have been like, I'm actually a self-actualized human being and I don't feel guilt about anything. And they come on and they just talk about something they're passionate about, yeah. Yeah. which has worked as well. Um, we had a good time with like LARPing. LARPing was really, was really cool. fun. Um, the Burning Man. Dancing yeah. alone in our room. That was a really that fun one. That was fun too. That one I was, I, I wasn't sure like you where we were talking about. Yeah. 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 Who was yeah. the guest? Um, uh, Anna Hosnier and Shireen. I forgot Shireen's last name, but they are the host of the Ethnically Ambiguous podcast. Yeah. Wow. And, and then we did like, everyone sent in videos of them dancing in their rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah it, was really, it was a really fun social play. Yeah. Um, Can I make a request to your fans? Yeah. Yes. Can you guys, any men out there that like Coldplay, yeah. will you like hit us on social media with you a video a of you? Not even caring, just belting it out. Yeah. Driving, showering. I don't care what you're doing. Whatever, like, as long just, as you're singing it out yeah. loud and proud. Belt out some Coldplay. You don't have Love to be it. good. Was I good? I don't think so. I don't know. You're pretty great. Uh, pretty, mm. uh, was terrible though. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one, that one wrong that note. That one note. Oh, it's like, hello. We're going to cut him out of the, yeah. the whole yeah, podcast. It's all of his shit, right? yeah, 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 the whole thing. Yeah. He, he's not no, even he's here. He's a hard time, so this was cute that we <laughs> okay. entertained him being on. So. <laughs> we'll be yeah. nice. Um, hey, Todd, what's up? Yeah, Todd, do you want to promote anything? Yeah. I have a show I'm uh, producing for an organization called Fostering Hope Los Angeles. They're, they work with kids in foster care. So we're running a comedy show for them on October 12th at Kings Harbor Church in Torrance. And it's going to be super funny. Tickets are like 20 bucks. And it's going to be just funny. And, we'll, and all the benefits go to kids in foster care. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing. Put you on my show and I don't, <laughs> I don't remember being asked to be on that show. Well, why don't you relax? Because I was going to invite you. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> so, no, I feel like a dick. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, cool. I, I got to get mine. You know what I mean? You, know, you, you got to get, get in there. And you you gotta, that's you gotta how get you get those there. gigs. Let's guys. get in there, guys. Thank you so much. This was guys, so great. Thank you. So fun. So fun. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yay. Campfire.